0: okay so i want to take some time to reflect on dating and i want to talk about mm, not necessarily my experiences but more so my takeaways because i'm entering a new uh, chapter a new cycle a new phase in the dating department i've done the healing i've done the work i've learned the lessons i'm continuously learning the lessons i am never done learning but I feel like I've closed um I feel like I'm just entering a new a new cycle, a new, you know, you you get the you get the vibe. <laughs> and I'm very knowledgeable when it comes to love and dating. I mean, bitch, I've been dating since I was 13. I've dated men and women. I am not an expert, but I'm very knowledgeable when it comes to my shit at least and the way i want to approach dating from now on so i thought i thought it would be kind of cute for me to like take that time to just reflect and put it in a podcast because i know it in my head but um it'd be kind of cool to just put it out there and then (laughs) you know come back to this eventually or i don't know just put most of what i know not most okay whatever you you get the vibe Because again, I feel like I just went through all these cycles and for once I have a clean slate, like for real, for real, a clean slate and I don't think it's ever really been that way or maybe it has but I've never truly felt it and for once I feel like I'm entering the dating world without, you know, any baggage or like, I don't know, I just feel very confident and very secure and very, um, I'm not gonna, no, we're not settling, we're not doing, no, (laughs) I have a clear vision, and the most, the the most rewarding thing about it is that it's not even that important to me, or that big of a deal, I don't know, it's not, I feel like in the past I've entered, um, the dating scene with, like, the intention to, I don't know, not fall in love, but kind of seek that attention, you know, and there have been moments that I will most definitely admit to being naive and, you know, staying out of comfort or doing things for the attention or settling or compromising um, with those that I'm interacting with or, you know, just kind of (laughs) keeping... Oh my god, me like questioning how uh detailed or how specific I wanna get, but yeah, no, we're not doing any of that. And I just want again to put in to put in here a few of my a few of the things that I've learned along the way because I've been dating since I was thirteen years old and I kinda wish I would have taken the time to reflect on like my previous dating life, back when I was like in relationships, because I've been single for like two years now, happily single, <laughs> and I've been in both short-term and long-term relationships, and again, those that was at a very young age, and I used to kind of think to myself like, ugh, I hate that I dated at such a young age, because like, I could have, you know, you know, I could have done so much more growth on my own and all that, but I'm not going to regret anything. And honestly, I don't mind it because I was going to have to learn those lessons regardless. I am okay with getting them out of the way and, you know, starting off young. I don't know. When you're young, it's so different. But it would have been kind of (laughs) cool to um, reflect on those, like, romantic, like, actual official commitment relationships because I haven't had that in a really long time. Two years feels like a long time, but I'm not complaining at all. <laughs> so yeah, I guess the dating that I'm gonna focus on is from like the past two years because 2019, you know, a bitch broke up with her three-year relationship and you know it didn't it wasn't bad or anything. I just didn't want to stay out of comfort and um you know you meet people at a certain time and certain versions of yourselves mesh really well together but then after a while when you realize you outgrow the other person or they outgrow you like it's okay to leave and honestly that's one of the biggest lessons that I've learned and kind of just stepping into the dating scene back in like 2019 um with that which I kind of lost vision of that or lost sight of that but just because one version of you and that other person aligned very very well together doesn't mean another version will and I remember this video that I saw on us trying to make moments last like no it's a moment for a reason like it's gonna pass you by regardless um sometimes you hold on to the feeling that comes with like how somebody makes us feel or know oh my god I remember one time I was out with my friends pre-covid I was out with my girls and we were out getting drinks and we were just talking and I was like yo why do I kind of miss so and so like I didn't even like him like that and one of my friends was like um are you sure it's him or just like who you were with when you were with him and I was like wait you're right like I It was the nostalgia that came with where I was in life in that moment that I was kind of missing, and kind of when that realization set in, I was like, oh my god, yeah, why am I over here? Like, no. I mean, I already tend to... Actually, no, I'm not going to expose myself. (laughs) But, you know, falling in love with... um... Actually, no, that can come a little bit later, (laughs) but yeah, again, with the whole version thing, um, that's okay, I said version, not virgin, by the way, (laughs) I'm, like, all over the place, but I really want to get this out of my system, because if there's one thing I've learned, is that I'll have ideas that I want to put out in terms of, like, this podcast, and then I'm, like, okay, but I don't have, like, I need to write them down, or I don't have the energy right now, or I'll touch on it later, and then I never do, because I lose the inspiration, like, I always get that quick burst of inspo, and if I don't act on it in that moment, it's just going to pass me by, and there it goes, so I'd rather just pick up the Anchor app and say something, but, um, yeah, so, (laughs) that's something I've learned, but something that I've been thinking about, um, or that's been, like, kind of, I don't know, I don't know, okay, so i think in terms of like dating men i mean most of my experience is with men so in terms of like dating men (laughs) but this can apply to anybody really um i think about you know in the past yeah i'm not gonna focus on my relationships because that was so long ago, and I I don't really remember. I mean, sure the lessons have stayed with me, but <laughs> very relevant. <laughs> um, and so is everything else in between from then to now. But it was still a lot of ex- It's still a lot of experience, and I have no shame in that because the fuck we're young. Why not? If men can do it. Women can do it. What the fuck. So yeah, and actually, me just saying that I. Thought about this date <laughs> That I went on with the guy Oh my god, is this like tea hours? No, because I don't have tea But I remember going on a date with this guy This was like Man the, I don't know This was like a few months Into my like You know, hot girl summer Which for the record Hot girl summer does not Does not Mean sex sex with everybody like <laughs> hot girl people get so pressed and men love to talk shit on hot girl summer when hot girl summer is literally and megan said this herself hot girl summer is literally doing whatever the fuck you want if that means sex and that means sex if it doesn't entitle sex and then it doesn't like that's when um I'll see people post like, oh, it's a hot girl summer, but with my boyfriend, and I'm like, okay, like cool, like yeah, you, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have to be, whatever. Anyway, but I remember I went on this date with this guy, and he was like, he was cute. I fucked with his vibe. Oh my god, I used to, I used to say vibe as a joke, but now, bro, I don't think it's a joke anymore. <laughs> but I remember, he was all right he was okay um a little bland but he was cute and yeah we were like eating and okay pro tip this one goes out to my ladies and my ladies anybody really except for men (laughs) um so i when i'm on a date i will purposely wait i don't want to expose myself okay in the past i don't feel the need to do this anymore because I think the people that I've met I am not even I'm not even out of here. But <laughs> I feel like I know that the people that I have yet to attract, you know, I'm meeting them kind of for a reason like I I kind of put myself out there. People know what to expect. I think I've been very vocal with my beliefs and my values and I think people going into whatever experience with me or any interaction kind of have an idea, like, okay, this bitch, you know, you know, she's not, you know, <laughs> um, yeah, so in terms of, like, my, my feminist side, cause, bitch, I'm a woman in gender studies, um, uh, uh, minor, that's the word, minor, I very pro-ho and pro-women so yeah now I'm reflecting I'm like wait does my social media even reflect that but then I'm like I literally have three posts on there anyway well if you didn't know now you know but yeah but I remember in the past because you know I was on dating apps and I was meeting uh people through like mutual friends and all that and I remember, you know, these like people didn't really, I don't know, men can, men specifically, <laughs> you know, they can, they love a woman. They love a woman that, you know, is um, empowered until she really shows that. And I had a few experiences like that. I remember, okay, no, no, sticking to that date that I was, oh my God, I love that. You know when you can finally talk about something because it just, it's so irrelevant to your current life. That's kind of how I feel with this. (laughs) Yeah, because in the past, I still... Yeah, anyway. um, I remember being on this date with this guy, and I purposely... Pro tip. Pro tip when you're on a date. Say controversial shit. Say shit that you know kind of makes men... You know. Say shit that you know would expose a woman hater. And by that, I mean, we all know women haters. (laughs) the men who low-key and women I guess but again focusing on men the ones who love to say oh I love an empowered woman until she actually shows that she's empowered until she actually shows she's not gonna take any of your shit and I remember talking to this dude and I purposely said some shit about uh like, a hot girl summer, and he was, like, oh, I hate that, I hate seeing it, it's so stupid of me, blah, 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 he was just going off, and I was, like, bitch, you are a part of my hot girl summer, I was, like, bro, what the fuck, and um, I only went on one date with this dude, hence, you know, I only, that was enough, all he had to do was say, was talk shit on hot girl summer, and, okay, it sounds, Goofy, it's like okay, why would you like that's kind of stupid, but no, 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 that's the red flag. It goes a lot deeper and a lot more. Um, there's a lot more rooted in that, you know. It's like, all right, what about hot girl summer bothers you? Yeah, I get it. Some posts on the timeline can be kind of annoying and kind of repetitive, but half the time, people are, you know, it's fucking Twitter, people are goofing around and. But even more so, it's like, okay, what about hot girl summer? What about women feeling empowered bothers you? Why does it bother you that women want to have their ass out, titties out? You know, I'm like, little things like that. Later, it's like kind of like a warning sign. And oh my god, I remember there was another guy. This one I did, um, you know, go on a few dates with. And he loved how uh how much of a feminist I was and or I am but little Shahi would say I'm like oof bro that's a woman hater in disguise and it was little I think little warning signs that I didn't actually yeah this guy was like (laughs) this guy was before the other one so this is where I learned to pick up on that because that's how I was able to identify, you know, the women hater traits in the second dude because of the first one who I remember was just what oh the fuck. I remember he talked shit about an Ariana Grande song. Okay, I guess this is tea hours. <laughs> but I don't give a fuck anyway. What do I have to lose? It's not even whatever. Anyway, um, but I remember this dude talked shit about what song was it break up with your girlfriend I'm bored he starts I remember okay I guess there were some like warning signs leading up to that but all this dude had to do was talk shit about Ari for me to be out because I kid you not out (laughs) and I remember he was like what the fuck I don't remember what he said but he was like like, that's not okay. Like, why would you say that? Like, you, I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. But I just looked at him. I was like, are you stupid? Like, it's literally, it's a song. It's a joke. And it's funny. Like, who gives a fuck? I don't know. He was so anti-breakup with your girlfriend on bored, <laughs> And I remember he was saying, like, kind of cringy shit to me, which I, like, later picked up on. And I was like, yeah, you're a woman hater. And, oh, my God. God bless Twitter. Because at the time, I was very active on Twitter. And I found this dude's Twitter. No, I think we followed each other. Yeah, I think we followed each other. But, yeah, 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 we did. Because I was going through his likes, and I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm, if there's one thing I'm going to do is go through your likes. But, um, <laughs> because, like, he was liking very misogynistic posts. And kind of, he was, like, mm, one of those, like, oh, I'm a nice guy type of dudes, you know? And anytime, um, oh my god, I remember, oh, this is so cringy, no, I'm not gonna say it, but <laughs> anytime a guy refers to him as, refers to himself as a nice guy, bro, why, you already, goodbye. Nice guys are literally the equivalent to, like, is it pick Yeah. Yeah, like, that's, that's gross. Like, a, a nice guy's literally a pick-me, and it's, it's, and a little bit more, um, I don't know, it's, it's gross to me. There's a science behind why nice guys are not really nice guys, which I'm not gonna dive into right now, but that's facts. And, yeah, I just remember, here's the thing. He did not respect women. A lot of them do not respect women. But you think because they're respecting you, that they do or they kinda of disguise that with the way they treat you. Cause this dude, now we're talking about Boy B. <laughs> they're so out of order. But yeah, we're talking about Mr. Nice Guy or whatever the fuck. And I remember he like he treated me like a queen. He he knew his place. <laughs> he knew his fucking place. And the thing is, he respected me because he was attracted to me. But I picked up on the way he talked about other women. The shit that he was sharing online, you know, the posts he was liking. Like, I don't give a fuck if anybody thinks it's goofy or unnecessary to, you know, look at someone's social media. I want to know who I'm interacting with. Even, you know, yeah, I, I deserve to know. And there's something... I'm sure, my ladies and ladies can relate, but like, you know, you can meet someone in person, and they see. I don't know. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry, but at this point, we live. We live in a digital world, and I don't think you should uh, solely base your opinion off of someone. On, because of their social media, like, no, 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 there's so much more to a person, and I completely recognize that. But if the tool and the resource is out there, why not use it? I think through social media, I was able to kind of identify, you know, red flags in the men that I was interacting with, and I'm like, wait, you really think this way? No, thank you, bye, you know, because. Mm, There's only so much more that you get from a person. I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to get at, but you know what I mean? Like, I can meet a real attractive (laughs) dude. I can meet a real attractive dude or something. Again, I'm focusing mostly on my experience with men because that's most of my experience. Um, But, yeah, I can meet a real fine-ass dude in person and then have a, you know, get a social media and he has like fire emojis in his bio, or he has like, that that's, <laughs> or he has a Snapchat captions, or, or he's somebody that posts a blank screen, a black blank screen with a caption over it. You know, like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you know, you know what I mean? I know somebody, I know somebody understands what I'm trying to get at you know, or vice versa, you can meet this fine, and this has happened to me, this has definitely happened to me, even outside of, um, anything, uh, romantic, but, you know, you meet somebody online, and you're like, wait, you're online, you know, the way you present yourself online is super dope, and again, this can be about anybody, because I've met in platonic and non-platonic, uh, situations, I really dig somebody's vibe online, and then I meet them in person, and I'm like, bro, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> like, there's no depth to you, or vice versa, they're completely something else, you know? So, yeah, okay. To make it in, like, a list format, so far the things that I've learned, <laughs> um, just because one version of yourself, and I don't know how to put this better in words, because I'm not really, I'd just be throwing ideas and words out there and hope that it makes sense, um, that's what my best friend is for <laughs> she's the one that makes it make sense so Sally if you're listening bitch this podcast is waiting for you but anyway so just because one you know version of yourself uh, what did I say aligns really well with another you know doesn't mean um, see I don't know how I want to word that I don't want to word, word it that way. I guess don't try to make a moment last. Just let it be a moment. Yeah. Don't. So, okay. One thing. Lesson one. <laughs> don't try to make a moment last. Lesson two. Um, mm, say shit. Or, like, <laughs> bring up things that, you know, honestly, yeah, fuck it. Test test these men test them who cares they're they're probably testing you honestly and it's really funny because you can pick up on when you're being tested but um yeah don't try to make a moment last bro I don't want to like expose my shit because <laughs> like me entering the dating world I don't want to okay these aren't these aren't things that I, I align with anymore it's just shit that I've learned actually you know what I don't care the truth's gonna come out, and that's the thing. I'm like hesitating putting this out there now because I'm like, wait, what if somebody listens to this and is like, "Oh, I'm gonna outsmart this bitch." But no, I don't care because the truth always comes out, and I feel like in the past I needed to rely on these things, and now I don't necessarily need to because I think through my experience, I'm very good at you know detecting or calling out bullshit, and I. I'm very confident that I will know when it's not genuine, so, you know, confía en mi fuerza, so, and in my instinct, and in my gut, so, I'm good, I don't give a fuck, I'm gonna put this out there, so, yeah, that's number two, and then number three, use social media to your advantage, use it to your advantage, check their social media, who gives a fuck, We again, we live in a digital age where At this point, social media's not going to go anywhere. You know, people, you can't heavily rely on it. But, you know, there might be some little, little, little tiny BB red flags that you didn't, you wouldn't have caught on to had you not seen it almost, you know, on paper or in this case, on screen. I don't know. All right, so then number four, Hmm. Again, I didn't write these down. I'm just going based off memory. So let me think. Oh my god, wait. This one. I love this one. So, back in the day. Oof. Before I got ready for a date, bitch. I mean, you want to feel cute for a date, you know? You want to get all glammed up. You want to do the most, you know? (laughs) You just, you know, you pay attention to every little detail, on your body, and you make sure everything's all good and blah, blah blah blah, and I remember actually no, did this happen to me? I think once I got you know, a bitch was ready, and homeboy canceled or rescheduled, and I was like, oh my god. Um, actually, I think I was in a relationship when this happened. I don't remember, but it happened, and I remember being like, oh. okay. I'm going to do something else then. <laughs> but, um, I remember I wasn't phased, and I, you know, in the past, you know, when you get like hella good looking and all ready and then, um, mm, what's the word? Yeah, you get all ready and, you know, but you shave, you have your cremitas and, your hair looks cute, your outfit's popping, you know, you look good, you got your hoops and whatever the fuck, and then they just cancel, and you're just like, <gasps> like, it feels like a letdown, or it almost feels like, oh my god, why did you have to cancel on me? Like, now what am I gonna do? It's like, no, 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 it's not necessarily because of the person, because they canceled, it's because you spent all of that time getting ready, and you put all of that time and effort into your appearance, or into getting ready, or not necessarily your appearance, but just getting um ready for this you know interaction and then boop, it's gone and it almost you almost kind of feel a little feel a little down or a little goofy you know and something that i was doing in the past was like i would take like an, two hours to get ready and you know a veces no valia la pena sometimes it wasn't even worth it i would get to the day again bro i went on a lot of dates a lot of them stayed in that first, you know, first date basis. Because that's, that's the beauty of dating. Whatever. Whatever. I don't, I don't care. I have no shame. <laughs> um, it just sounds goofy saying it out loud because that's so, like, that hasn't, that's so different. I can speak on that version of Melanie because that version of Melanie no longer exists. She's evolved. Not to say that anything that she did was... You know, but it's just really, really funny to think of me in those situations. Because I handled those really well. For somebody who didn't really have, you know, experience in, like, the mingling side of dating, Bitch, I did. Um, actually, I copied like Never mind. <laughs> um. Anyway, but yeah, so I remember I would put all this time and effort you know into getting ready and then that kind of became a routine and then i started to think i'm like wait if you know and then I, you know if, if things didn't go well i would get kind of disappointed and i'm just like oh my god no no i remember one time i and okay i'm not one to judge someone's appearance or anything but i remember i got so ready i got so fucking cute and i show up at homeboy you can tell effort was not put in and that was the moment I realized, I'm like, why am I putting in so much effort when it's not being reciprocated? And then I realized, I'm like, you know what? I really enjoy taking the time to get ready and to be date ready or whatever the fuck. But I'm going to start doing this for me. I I think there at some point I was doing that, you know, for my date or whoever I was going to see. And you know, in a way, you're kind of psychologically, um, mm, okay, you know, like, when, you know, you're going to quinceañera, or you're going to a party, or a club, or something, all of that time and effort that you put into getting ready for that, it's because it's a special event, you know, you know, you know, that way you part your hair, or that outfit you put on only for special events, like, I was treating those days kind of like that, and, I cringe saying that out loud. <laughs> but whatever. I don't care. That's authentic and that was me at the time. I didn't know any better. I did what I could with what I knew. And um, oh, we love growth. But, you know, I was approaching those dates kind of like those special events and they kinda of lost their charm and I started to realize I'm like, but this isn't, you know, this isn't much of a special event or I don't know, I I just found myself putting a lot of, um, not expectations, what kind of expectations onto, you know, how things are going to go. And I felt like that was me, I don't know, giving the person, not power, but a little bit, you know, hyping them up a little bit too much. And then I would just disappoint myself because of my expectations, but, oh shit, oops. So then something I started to do. I'm like, wait, wait. And uh, look, I thought I really have a I forgot which. Capi they talked on this, but this was actually where I learned and even realized that I was putting in all this effort into getting ready and making this shit special. But it's like, no, what the fuck? Like one really good way to make sure you don't get attached or you don't kind of hype up the situation for more than what it is. Or honestly, just romanticize you know their interaction is treat you know I mean you're still gonna get cute and you're gonna do what you have to do but don't take the whole fucking day to get ready for it don't cancel all your plans don't you know make the whole day about you it's like no you know I started I shifted from oh my god I have a date with so-and-so on Friday like I have to get the whole morning clear so I can get ready or prepare for it or whatever the fuck you know (laughs) And if I'm the only one that ever did that, I'm, it's so embarrassing. But I know there's other people that did this. Um, you know, and I shifted from that to, okay, I have a date with so-and-so on Friday. Let me get my shit done. And then I can focus on that day. I'm not going to take two hours to get ready. I'll take an hour. I'll take my usual time to get ready. Like, I'm still going to get cute. But I'm not going to I'm not gonna center my entire day on this date. And I think that really helped me for like, uh, proceeding with, you know, the dating scene, because one, you save so much time, but you save so much energy and you save so much, you kind of save yourself in a way too, because no, 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 you should never, no, no, no. That's, if there's one thing I learned, it's, mm you're in addition to my routine my routine isn't going to revolve around you or it's not going to I don't know maybe it sounds a little bit harsh but that's just kind of like the way I had to view it at the time because if there's one thing about me or the past me is you know I used to be pretty quick at um or I used to be pretty good at like dropping what I'm doing and it's like oh my god you can hang out like all right let's do it like yeah I have to get this done but let me just let me do this instead, you know? And it's like, no, 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 no. Once in a while, you know, I I get it. That's okay. Maybe like once. If you're really excited about, you know, seeing the person or doing something, or you know, if that's the only time that works. But I was confusing compromising with kind of settling and also uh Mm, not upholding my boundaries. Actually, I didn't even have boundaries. No, I didn't have boundaries. I didn't, and it took me a very long time to learn that I needed to establish those. And I feel like I have my boundaries set in place. I mean, I'm always, again, always learning, always strength strengthening in that department. But in the past, I, yeah, I didn't, and that's a huge mistake. I don't regret a lot of things, but I wish I would have set more boundaries. And one of the ways that I set boundaries was. Not accepting those last minute invitations, you know, you know, and honestly, not accepting come over at <laughs> the last minute or as a first date. Like what the fuck? No, you're. Mm-mm. If you want to see me, you're gonna put in the effort. And I remember there was this guy, um, you know. <laughs> This situation was a lot different than all the other ones, um, but, you know, I did, you know, this was more of a, more than just a date, and I really did not want to fall into that pattern of, like, oh, like, let's just chill, or let's just do this, or whatever. It's like, no, bro, like, no, baby, you're gonna... You're gonna take me out like i'm not and i'm not one to be i don't think i'm um, am i high maintenance i want to be <laughs> i think and in the past i wasn't um i've definitely stepped into a difference uh, okay but what defines high maintenance i feel like they have such a negative connotation when really bitch we should be high maintenance what the fuck but in the past um I remember, ugh, ugh, growth. You know that chill girl um mentality. You know that was that was kind of me. And never again, bitch. I'm not a chill girl. No, that's not okay with me. I want more, <laughs> and I'm gonna get more. But I remember, yeah, homeboy, homeboy loved to be like, come over. Yeah, with a pendeja coming over. <laughs> When really I wanted more, and when I expressed more, you know, homeboy was like, okay, yeah, sure. Gave me the effort for, like, a little bit, and luego, you know, it wasn't really there, and that person just couldn't give that to me. And that's okay, because that's why I walked away, and it'd be like that sometimes, you know? Some people, and that's the thing, some of us are looking to be that, uh, you know, If you want something chill, you want something chill, and that's totally fine. That's okay. But if you want something more, don't be afraid to vocalize that. If you want more effort, don't be... No. What's the worst... You're not... No. (laughs) What's the worst that could happen? They don't give it to you? Okay. Bye. They never gave it to you in the first place, so you're not really losing something. That You're not losing something because you never had it. You know what I mean? So... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to sum up that point, but I guess number four if you want more vocalize there or don't be aff- just don't be afraid to speak up. Literally, don't be afraid to speak up. If anything, that's gonna open more doors. Eh, it's gonna open more doors. <laughs> Why can't I not speak? It's gonna open more doors for you rather than close them. Ugh, period. Okay, how long have I been talking? 12 minutes. Oh, just kidding. That's not 12 minutes. I just looked at the clip that I was recording. Um, But, okay. Mm, I feel like I have more. I have more, pero... Como que ya me enfade? Ya me burri. I need something else to stimulate myself. <laughs> so I'm going to go do that. Um. But yeah, I hope whoever listened to this enjoyed it. And honestly, let me just say that the way this podcast is set up, bitch I don't even want to promote it like what the, like no this is literally just for me. I just put it out there and if somebody stumbles across stumbles across it then cool. <laughs> Let me know what you think. But really I just want to I don't know. I just like talking so and sharing my experiences and having again a digital space where I can kind of like collect these and reflect back on in the future, because I still have, like, again, I have all my shit from, like, fall of 2020, but I don't want to listen to it, because that's, like, some real sad girl shit. <laughs> like, pobrecita, me da lastima, because <laughs> she was going through it, so, yeah, and I listened to this girl, Stella Ray, I fucking love her, I listen to her, and her shit, her content is so chill, and it's, like, kind of in this format where she just, you know, she just talks, and... I don't know. I don't like the formality that comes with podcasts. I mean, when they're educational podcasts, it's cool, but I know in the way that I communicate with people and in the way that I like when people communicate with me, I really like this, you know, very very non-formal or informal (laughs) um, form of communication because it's just more authentic and it's a lot more personable and it's relate. I mean, personal, relatable, same shit, whatever. Anyway. I hope you enjoyed listening to this. Um, Bye.